www.socialredpill.com. We look forward to seeing you there. We're going to jump into the news now. We had a nice little conversation this morning. I missed you, Andrea, and I'm glad we're back. Yeah. It's going to be a show-filled week. Three shows a day. We got day, we got morning coffee, followed by the Patriot Party podcast with Mick and V. Lynn in the afternoon, and Josh closing the night off with the Daily Dose and his ultimate breakdowns of everything global conspiracy going on in the world. And we're live on Rumble. Hey, everybody. Sorry Yay. about that. Technical difficulties, but we're back. Welcome. Thank you. We're jumping right into it. All right. Um, let's go. Yeah. Do it. Uh-oh. Okay, let's see. Share, share, share. First, we're going to start with a little bit of financial news going on here. Oh, awesome. Um, Hong Kong, China stocks hit by protests. And we'll talk more about these protests a little bit later. November 28th, 2022, at f- almost 5 a.m., uh, they said Hong Kong and Chinese shares kicked off the week with steep losses Monday as the mainland was rocked by protests against strict zero COVID policies and calling for more political freedoms. The Hang Seng Index shed 1.57%. The Shanghai Composite Index lost almost 1%, three quarters of a percent. Uh, and the other exchanges didn't do great either. So this affects the U.S. markets. Let's just take a really quick look. Uh, We're not going to spend any more time than just taking a really quick look at Yahoo because the markets here in the U.S. have been open for a few hours now, and we're in the red as well. Uh, Between 0 and 1.14% across the board. Even gold is dipping down. Silver's down. All right. Bitcoin's way down. Bitcoin, 16,183. Down a lot. All right, so here we are. Stocks and oil slide, Apple sinks as COVID protests across China intensify. Yeah, so this is what they're blaming today's red on. Yep. Fine. Never mind the value of everyone's currency. Right? Um, <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, matter. but that's what, that's what really is going to be the, the straw that broke the camel's back. It's going to have to do with the value of currencies. That's what the real economists are watching, like Dr. Kirk Elliott, our friend at getgoldtoday.com. Uh, visit getgoldtoday.com if you want to support the Red Pill Project and support yourself in your financial future. Uh, so yeah, you could go there and, and let them know that the Red Pill Project sent you. Uh, well, let's get out of this uh, trench of finance because it's just not good. No bueno. Well, some people are doing great and great, good for you. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. And I hope uh, everybody's taking... Oh, thank you. Thank you, Andrea, for getting that stuff. Um yeah, yeah, we got to position ourselves. Don't be victims. Do the right things. Good morning, Rocks. Good to see you. Let's give some shout outs real quick before we move on to the U.S. news. Ram, thank you for the follow. Ram2041, a new follower. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoy the shows. Uh, 03 USMC Sergeant donated a diamond. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And Yay donated three lemons. Thank you, Yay. You're the best. You guys, thank you so much for your continuous support over here with Thank the Red Pill Project stuffs. All right. We're back. All okay. right, you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's move. All right. So we had there was an interesting article that came out this morning and I put it in here. Mm-hmm. It's not super long, but I thought I'd read it because I think it's worth it. All right, let's see it. What is um, it? Uh, it's a Gateway Pundit article by uh, Selen. 
If corrupt tyrants intend to govern illegitimately, then stand up against the tyrants. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is a guest post by uh, Lawrence Sellen. Despite clear maladministration, if not intentional voter suppression and fraud, the Maricopa County Arizona Board of Supervisors is expected to soon certify the 2022 election results. This will likely take place this morning. Corruption in government is a solvable problem, but not without free and fair elections. So what do you do when rigged elections won't let citizens vote out a corrupt, tyrannical political aristocracy? One needs to look no further than the Declaration of Independence for an answer, specifically the preamble, which says, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed, but when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. We are not equal when a tiny self-centered political elite can determine whose votes will count in elections they have rigged and advanced. What is happening in Arizona today is representative of what is occurring across the country. Americans who support a constitutional republic must acknowledge that the United States is a one-party, semi-authoritarian state ruled by a globalist uniparty composed of the Democrat Party, the Republican establishment, a permanent, unaccountable, oppressive bureaucracy, all supported by international anti-American financiers and obsequious media. There is now a sharp division between the bipartisan ruling class and the American people who are considered retrograde and dysfunctional unless properly controlled by the unquestioned dictates of central authority. We have elections, but we do not have representative government. Most members of Congress seek office not to uphold the Constitution and serve the American people, but to obtain power and to use that power to accrue professional and financial benefits for themselves and their wealthy donors. The Republican establishment component of the globalist uniparty has gradually solidified its choice to no longer represent what had been its constituency, but to adopt the identity of junior partners in the ruling class. All the traditional means for the American people to seek the redress of grievances have now been blocked by a self-absorbed permanent political aristocracy. Americans are suffering the unsufferable, being subjected to a long train of abuses and usurpations, all designed to place us under absolute despotism. It now becomes necessary for those who believe in a constitutional republic to dissolve the political bands within the tyrannical globalist uniparty. It was the Arizona contingent of the globalist uniparty which did nothing to correct the identified flaws in the 2020 election that controlled the state's 2022 election. Americans have all the legal means to prevent those who have attained power illegitimately from exercising that power by publicly declaring independence and initiating a political insurgency. Organized massive civil disobedience, demonstrations, sick outs, strikes, lawsuits, and other legally overload the system to bring non-essential state services to a standstill. Create parallel political and economic systems. If allowed to rule, the Democrats who now control the main levers of state power 
will amplify all the destructive and oppressive policies of the Biden regime. Rigged elections only succeed when we allow it. Arizona is the hilt of Dion. If not there, then where? If not now, then when? Wow. So. And they're absolutely right. Those are all things that we can do. They only have power because we're consenting to it. Mm -hmm. And you can. You can tie things up in courts. Mm -hmm. You can, even if the lawsuits aren't ever going to win or go anywhere, they're tied up. Their hands are tied. Their funds are tied. And it basically hobbles them. And then you work on setting up a parallel economy, a parallel political system. And you tell them, you, you, you basically tell them the same thing that they told Carrie Lake's uh, um, that basically told Carrie Lake, and that's yeah. to pound sand. Yeah, we're allowed to do that. We yeah, absolutely. Own we're this government. What is this regarding, though? So apparently, Arizona, America. Uh, so we have this other article from the Gateway Pundit titled "Breaking Maricopa County Response to Arizona AG Materially Conflicts." with instructions on election day but they announced they will certify rigged election tomorrow anyway yep so they basically they're basically saying well it doesn't matter if you have a bunch of disenfranchised voters it doesn't matter what happened in here we're gonna certify it anyway because the election's over and that's what you do yep so they could care less this is what happens when um, one election is not fixed. So for those that think that, you know, 2022 is going to be any different, all we had to do is look at 2020. You can't put those corrupt people in place and then expect a legitimate election the next time around. There's just, yep. it doesn't make any sense. We can't even, yeah, this is a, a huge disservice mm-hmm. to our country and not good at all. This is like, uh, a, lo- a thing that a lot of us were hoping would uh, be a real thorn in the deep state side. And it looks like they have enough control between rhinos and corrupt Democrats to just sweep it under the rug and continue forward. We'll see what happens. But can you believe this stuff? This is absolutely insane. You know, I can because all I have yeah, to do is look back to 2020 and go, why would I... You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result each time. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to get it. If they steal one election, why would we think or be so naive as to think that they wouldn't steal the next one? Come on. Yeah. Uh, You know, so, well, 2022 never should have happened this way because 2020 should have been fixed. Right. And the people should have demanded more. The people, but everybody was like, "Oh well, I'm not worried about it. I'm just going to wait till 2022." And I guarantee you, six months from now, people will go, "Oh well, you know what? It's never going anywhere. We'll just fix it in 2024." And it's not going to be fixed in 2024. It's not going to be fixed in 2026 or 2028 or any year preceding that because we didn't fix 2020. We yeah. allowed this to happen. We allowed them to get away with it. 
And now we're seeing more and more Republicans even jumping on the bandwagon of mm-hmm. mail-in voting, universal mail-in voting, because they think, oh, well, we just need to steal the votes too. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, or they're just stupid and corrupt. Yeah. And they don't care that the Democrats are in power because they're personally getting their pockets lined. Uh, we know this. We know where they get their money from. Um, we might not know where all the money is because apparently the Biden administration can't account for $20 billion in aid to Ukraine, reported by the Gateway Pundit. Nobody's surprised right. there. And we've given $50 billion, billion to Ukraine. That's. It. I thought we gave more than that. Okay, wow. That's a ton I thought of we money. did too, but this one was saying $50 billion is what we did. $50 we've billion on the books. <laughs> and now they're just like, well, we, don't, we don't know. Almost we know that a lot of it got funneled through FTX and funneled back to the Democrats and stuff like that. Um, I think I read another article this morning that this bankman freed mm-hmm. his parents purchased $121 million worth of property of property in the Bahamas. I was like, Shh. oh, my gosh, they should talk to Obama because climate change is going to drown that property out any day now. Right. I know. They obviously don't understand climate change and rising oceans. <laughs> oh my Isn't it funny how all of these elites have oceanfront property and they sit there and they bitch about the, you know, rising ocean levels. It's and a damn scam. Like, yeah, it's 100% a scam. It always has been. <sighs> always has been. Yeah. Holy mackerel. Yep. So. You know, as things progress, going back to this Arizona thing and like you said, it's not fixed it's not going to get fixed um every day that goes by that it's not fixed and large headways not made towards fixing it it just leads to a bigger a bigger solution to the problem if you know what i'm saying i mean i'm talking world war three i'm talking big things i'm not talking just a state doing something and then a convention of states or anything like this i'm talking in order for this to be fixed at this point, you've got to have something pretty major. And I'm not trying to incite anything or anything like this. I'm just saying, just logically speaking, doesn't that seem like it? It's, things are going to have to get much worse and a lot of stuff's going to happen before anything gets better. And, and that's just kind of how I feel. Um, I could be totally I wrong. I feel like people need to wake up. People are still sleeping. they just like, eh, you know. Nobody that I talk, you know, everybody that I talk to is just like, well, you know, we just, we need to get some good Republicans in there. <laughs> and and they still don't see the problem with the Republican Party. And so the they is, just it's keep. Of, it's a bunch of politicians. <laughs> right. And until we do something, uh, you know, there's too many things that we've got to fix first. Um, but I to keep beating a dead horse the one thing that we've got to do start doing is getting judges into Mm -hmm. positions to fight this because as much as judges are supposed to be nonpartisan, they're not they absolutely aren't you have liberal judges and you have conservative judges you have constitutionalists yeah bought judges yeah and the problem is is you don't know unless you research it yourself and people have stopped doing that and you know when these people when these judges are not upholding the constitution, if they're in an elected position, like especially Supreme court justices, because of kind of the buck stops there. Right. And I'm talking about your state Supreme court, not your federal, because those are appointed by Congress. But 
with the uh, state Supreme Courts, we need to start um, impeaching them. Get them out of there. Recall them. Whatever yes. we got to do. Again and again, and, if you have to, like Newsom. Exactly. Again and again. And as much work as it is, you know, you've got to start doing that with these people and holding them accountable. You know, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You swore an oath to uphold the Constitution and you're doing something that's in a direct violation of a Constitution that should automatically disqualify you for whatever office you hold. And the people should be able to either impeach you or recall you. Yeah, or put you on trial for well, and then being a traitor. put you on trial. Yeah, exactly. Let's be honest. Um, wow. <sighs> Holy mackerel. Good morning, everybody. We're back. Coffee's back. <laughs> and it's hot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Holy mackerel. All right. What else have we got here? Let's talk about the world. China, we mentioned in our first article of the day in finance, this is apparently affecting the markets, they're saying. Zero tolerance. Chinese lockdown protests intensify in rare display of defiance by the Chinese. Yeah, those people are fed up. Rightly so. And, you know, this is a pretty horrifying situation, actually. It really is. They're actually working on putting in... COVID-19 uh, cities. Yes. And um, I saw a video. they're building these pods. Maybe, I think, oh. do you have anything on it? Not the pods. No, what's this? Um, there was an article that I found here. Um, and now I can't find it. Okay, where are they? I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, what is it? Like a death pod? Like Canada? Yeah, so they're basically creating these um, gated communities, right? Or jails. And that's basically what it is. It's a jail that people, that they're putting people in. So you have to take your quarantine, or you got to take your COVID test. And if you're found to test positive for COVID, they round you up. They send you to this isolation pod where you stay and they test you daily until you're free of COVID. The problem is, is to get even, you know, more Orwellian, Mm -hmm. you've got people that uh, they have to pay for their own COVID tests twice a day. Wow. Yeah. So it's, you have to pay for it. They're going to lock you up and then you have to pay for it. (laughs) I saw a video where they were, uh, I don't know if it's recent or what, it's not validated, but they were saying that people were being forced to stay inside their apartment buildings, and there was a video going around on Twitter of somebody welding the door shut. Oh, and I think there was a fire. Um, so these protests were were kicked off by a fire in an apartment building where people were locked in for COVID lockdowns. Oh my gosh. And the government is coming out and saying that 10 people died in that fire. Um, the citizens are saying that upwards of 40 people died. So it's hard to verify what the actual number is. Apparently people died. That's what kicked off these protests is that they're tired of being locked down and locked in their home, like physically locked in their homes and they've had enough. And so they're finally, and which is unusual because the Chinese tyrannical regime, communist regime is not known for, um, putting up with defiance 
So <laughs> they don't take well to this and they will, they don't care who they beat the crap out of or who they kill. Um, you will comply. And so you don't usually see the Chinese people stand up against their government too much. Yeah. And I um, mean, look at, they are brutal. look at this violent protester holding up a bouquet that obviously needs yeah. to be dealt with. Yeah. And see, they, they just round them up, shove them in a car and they disappear. Oh my gosh. You know, and of course, you see the cameras everywhere on every block. Oh my god! Where they're monitoring people, and apparently, this gentleman was prepared to give a speech. He was holding a bouquet. He was just kind of protesting, and yeah, they're forcing him into a car, and he's screaming in terror. Oh my god! This this will be everywhere. This is what they want everywhere. They want to control everybody. I guarantee you, the new world order does not want freedom especially freedom of speech. Yeah, they, um, yeah, these are those that I was talking about right there. The city of Gongzhou, the capital of Guangdong province, which has the largest number of cases, the construction of a quarantine center of 80,000 people has begun. And with the way that China builds, I wouldn't be surprised if it's done. <laughs> Let's just yeah. be honest. Right? They're so fast. Remember yeah. they built that hospital in like three minutes in 2020? Yeah, I know. Well, and that's what they do. Yeah. They just, um, they gather everybody up and you're forced to work and you work until you're told that you don't have to work anymore. Oh my gosh. I mean, this it's not unusual for these people. This reminds me of Nazi Germany. Death camps. Yep. Prison And they're camps. locking people in these pods and... I mean, there was also videos of them, of the Chinese government spraying, oh. spraying something in the air. Yeah, dro those, all those drones, drones were just pissing on the public. I don't know what the hell that was, and I don't know if it's validated, but allegedly they were spraying the people with stuff. Um, yeah. Let's see. I don't know if this video was in the montage. I was playing this. I probably, I was playing this as you were speaking earlier. Yeah. <laughs> There's more of the protesting going on. People walk in. Um, last time China had protests like this, I think, was in the 80s. And was that when they literally had the military stop it? Yep. Yep. 1989. Yeah, I was reading that. And I think that was that the famous, uh, what was it? Uh, what was that square called? Tiananmen Square? Tiananmen Square. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm not good know. with dates. I'm so. not good with the. Let me look it up. But they were crushed. I believe that is accurate. So yeah, that was 1989. Yep. Yeah. Tiananmen, Tiananmen Square protests, known in Chinese as the June Fourth Incident, were student-led demonstrations held in Tiananmen Square, Beijing, during 1989, in what is known as the Tiananmen Square Massacre. Or yep. in Chinese, the June 4th clearing, or June 4th massacre. Mm -hmm. Troops armed with assault rifles and accompanied by tanks fired at the demonstrators and those trying to block the military's, military's advance into Tiananmen Square. Yep. And I Yeah, the, the Chinese government is not known for being nice <laughs> to its citizens, which is why you see them not stand up against them. And so seeing something like this is pretty rare and it's pretty astounding. Yeah. That, um, you know, these poor people have had enough. Mm -hmm. And this is a famous image from that day in 1989. 
where tanks rolled up and this man with apparently some kind of groceries or something in his hands is just standing in front of these four tanks. Um, and this is an iconic image you may have seen. That is when, this is in, on June 5th, 1989, um, shortly before they just absolutely massacred their people. And that guy was probably ran over. Probably. They say he wasn't, but, you know, we all, <laughs> we're not, of course they'll say he wasn't. Right. <sighs> terrifying this should not deter us from standing up i'll tell you no. that though no. um, and then during these protests a bbc journalist who was covering the protest was arrested of course and um beaten by the chinese ccp police my god and uh, yeah it was just crazy he was hundreds of people uh, the BBC is extremely concerned about the treatment of our journalist Ed Lawrence, who was recent, who was arrested and handcuffed while covering the protests in Shanghai. Yeah, he tweeted on Monday to thank his followers, adding he believed at least one local national was arrested after trying to stop the police from beating me. So somebody that came to his aid was actually arrested as well. Um, he later returned to the scene of the protest, according to videos he posted to his Twitter page. It was. It is very worrying that one of our journalists was attacked in this way whilst carrying out his duties. This um, is scary, because this is what they say at the end of this. China's foreign ministry said Monday that Lawrence had not identified himself as a journalist. Quote, based on what we learned from relevant Shanghai authorities, he did not identify himself as a journalist and did not volunteer, voluntarily present his press credentials. Foreign Ministry spokesperson Zhao Lijian said, telling international media to follow Chinese laws and regulations while in China. Then you know oh they're right. You do have gosh. to do that if you're going to be, if you're going to go to a foreign country, yeah, for any reason, yeah, you, you, you need to follow their laws and their rules. Otherwise, true, you risk of going but, to prison in that country. But you know, oh, go ahead freedom of press i mean they don't have that apparently they could just they, don't. they could just lie and you're gone and we're not far from that so i don't want to like the um, u.s is really the one that's known for all of these freedoms right not that we have much of them left anymore right but um it was it's you know americans tend to think that the rest of the world looks like this and it really doesn't no you, you know, have more freedoms um, here than this is probably the People get locked up. The you know, the there best. was even a show. It was called Locked Up Abroad. And it talked about different reasons that people went to jails in foreign countries. Yeah. And um, it, it, it's horrifying because here you are. You're locked in a prison for God only knows how long. Um, subjected to the, you know, justice system in that country that you're not mm -hmm. familiar with. You don't speak, you know, you may or may not speak the language. You don't know what the customs are. Um, some of those prisons are pretty brutal. Oh, yeah. And some of them have consequences, especially like in the Middle East where... Even Japan. Um, yeah. But like you, in the Middle East, people, it's not unusual for them to, you know, you get caught stealing. They cut off your hands. Yes. So is it... Yeah. So <laughs> for anybody that wants to travel to a foreign country, make sure you know what their rules and their laws are and don't end up like Brittany Griner. Um, and thrown into a female work camp in Siberia where, you know, for bringing in a some marijuana. A tiny amount of CBD. Yeah. It wasn't even, even a, a lot. Yeah. 
you know, is it fair that she's in jail? Well, it doesn't matter what's fair. The truth of the matter is, is she broke the law in a foreign country. Right. And are those laws just? Should they be reformed? Is it a free country? It's kind of out of the question when it it comes to these contractual matters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I do. I think it's way overboard that she's got sentence. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, it's one of those things where marijuana is cannabis is legal. You know, in most parts of the United States, or it's getting, getting to where it's more and more accepted in other states. Um, and you know, it shouldn't unfairly jail people for possession of it and stuff like that, especially a tiny amount like that. Um, but guess what? She's not in the United States. She was in Russia. Yeah. Russia has very strict laws when it comes to cannabis usage and I'm trans- kind of, I'm smirking because she was under the impression that she had rights that were solely right. only her rights in America, yeah. uh, which is sad. Um, well, and she, you know, wanted to talk about how um, she hated the she hated the u.s it was racist and homophobic and all of this stuff and you know but she took her own freedoms for granted and just assumed that she would have them when you leave this country and go to another country your freedoms stay here it's true and they do not go with you you have when you leave this country you have no freedoms left and if you're a foreigner in this country you do not have any freedoms that's just the simple truth of the matter. I don't care whether you got here legally or you got here illegally. If you're not a U.S. citizen, you're not subjected to the right, same rights as American citizens. That's just the simple truth about it. Fair or not. Guess what? The world is not fair. I tell my kid that all the time. Not even close. So do I feel bad for Brittany Griner? Yes and no. Yeah, I think she's being unfairly jailed. But guess what? That's the risk that she took going to a foreign country with a substance that she wasn't supposed to have truth truth oh so we'll keep our eye on this china business and let's take a look over what's happening over there in ukraine with our favorite more warmonger Zelensky, who warns next wave of airstrikes imminent as crews struggle to restore power zero hedge reported there have been a couple images going around of Ukraine from uh, Ukraine from above showing that vast majority of their lights are off from Russian attacks on their infrastructure. And we saw last week, if you tuned in, that Russia came out and said, you know, we are our intention is to target infrastructure and prevent weapons from making it to Ukraine from the West. And any casualties that have happened because of that are uh, because they are posting up in schools and whatnot. And it is not our intention to actually have these civilian casualties. But that is why that's happening. So Russia's sticking to that narrative. Um, Article Zelensky said that the upcoming week can be as hard as the one that passed as they just continuously get bombarded again yeah. and again and again you know and it begs the question why aren't they able to fight back effectively when we've sent them so much money and so much weapons or defend yeah they can, don't even have the ability to defend themselves and the simple truth of the matter is is that 
the um, money was laundered back to U.S. politicians and lined the pockets of Ukrainian politicians. And, and the weapons are in the hands and, of terrorists. Yep, that um, are not in Ukraine. Likely. Yeah, they went elsewhere. Um, so, you know, that's just kind of the way that this whole thing has worked. And I think at some point people have to start questioning that, and I think they have. Yeah, so, I'd love to talk to some Ukrainians that are awake. Yeah. Wow. It's sad, you know. War is sad, and it's unnecessary it on so many different levels and stuff. But and it's perpetrated by governments mm-hmm. and, and by globalists. politicians. And globalists. They're yep. puppet masters. Tyrants. Yep. It's sick. These people think that they're kings and queens that they ru- rule over all of us, but really. History shows that the people um, hold the power, really. And there's way more of us than there are of them. All we have to do is say no. We need to stop treating these people as if they're better than us because yeah. they're not. True. Elite? We're elite. Yeah, you're not elite. I'm I don't elite. give a crap We're how much elite. money you have or how much authority you think you have. Nobody has authority over me. I am my own sovereign person, I can make my own decisions. And live my own life. And I don't need somebody telling me what to do. Amen to that. Uh, something interesting happened in Hawaii early, early this morning. The world's. Yeah, I, I said, oh shit. The world's largest active volcano, Mauna Loa, in Hawaii erupts for the first time in nearly 40 years. This is a quick article. Let's take a look because I thought this was pretty damn big. Doesn't seem too dangerous at the moment or anything, but let's take a quick look. Here is some image of it. Beautiful orange middle of the night footage. Authorities in Hawaii announced on Monday that Mauna Loa, the world's largest active volcano, has begun erupting for the first time since 1984. 1984? Oh my gosh. 1984. Sending volcanic ash and debris raining down in the nearby area. An eruption has begun in the summit caldera of Mauna Loa, also known as Makuwiwio, at roughly 11.30 p.m., according to the Hawaiian Volcano Observatory. For the time being, the eruption is contained at the peak and poses no danger. The observatory has increased the volcano alert from advisory to warning with aviation alert upgraded to red. Some ash and volcanic glass fibers may be airborne and blow down wind, the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency reported. Honolulu's National Weather Service has issued an ashfall advisory for all of Hawaii Island until 6 a.m. Monday. Up to a quarter inch of ash is expected around the downtown of Mauna Loa. People with breathing difficulties should stay indoors, cover their nose and mouth with a cloth or a mask. Wow. Here's a little bit of footage of that. Just uh, not much action, but zoom in here. It's hot lava. Pretty wild. Hopefully it doesn't become explosive. But here we go. Uh Uh-oh. You know, I would just have to say that there are volcanoes are one of those things that um, pose danger and always have um, to people that live around them. And Mm. uh, I I think it's one of those natural, we've seen some earthquakes, right? Um, We saw a lot of earthquakes last week, but you're talking about big ones. Yeah. And I think that volcanoes 
have a tendency to erupt when you have big earthquakes like oh, that. Oh, yeah, dude. I didn't even uh, make that connection. Last week, there was a slew of earthquakes in the Pacific. And now yeah, we see this and, eruption. And, oh, my gosh, Andrew. We got to think about where Hawaii is at. It's in the Pacific Ocean, you okay, know? This and is breaking news. This, this is amazing. Holy this is something crap. I had figured out long ago, long, oh, a well, long time ago. I didn't ago. make the connection until right now. <laughs> All right, bear with me. Holy so, shit. When, when you have plates that move and they rub against each other and they're, you know, it, it's going to cause turbulence within the earth, right? And those spots that are weak um you know are, are going to bubble up and um the thing with the crust of the earth is that it's it's not a solid sphere it's made up of different plates and different things can affect how so i think a lot of this is natural of course. um not to say some of it couldn't be manipulated in some way oh, um, i'm so. sure the technology exists i'm not going to say that this is honestly I really think that it just relates to the fact that we had earthquakes last week and there's a volcano that's erupting this week. And I think that's pretty normal. We see that kind of time it, again. It is normal, but it is also rare. This hasn't happened since 1984. It is. Yeah. Well, and you know, there's a lot of volcanoes right now that are overdue. And so could we start seeing an uptick in that? I live a hundred miles from Yellowstone, which is, you know, a yeah. super volcano and or I mega live, volcano. I don't know. If, how far. I live if about that. Yellowstone ever, if Yellowstone ever blows, um, bye bye Tom and Andrea, because and probably we most will of be. Us. <laughs> yeah, we will. I can guarantee you. So where I live, I'm in the primary blast zone, or in the primary death zone. Like the the area I live in is red. Hmm. If Yellowstone blows, I will be incinerated almost immediately. There won't even be a trace of me left. Well, I will just cease to exist. If, if our, and, what's, uh, the, what's the volcano right here? Uh, oh, rain. Uh, rain you air. have no, not Rainier. I thought that's a volcano um, too. Mount Hood. No, not Mount Hood. It's Rainier. Uh, Mount Saint Helens. There's Mount Saint Helens too, but isn't Rainier a volcano? Yes. Well, a lot of those are. I mean, you live in the Ring of Fire in the Pacific Northwest. They got the three sisters in central Oregon that are also volcanoes and um, they're all connected. Yeah. That's why they call it the ring of fire. It's an active strata volcano, Mount Rainier. I could see it the other day from Mm -hmm. where I am now. It was pretty amazing and nice and clear. Um, You've got St. Helens, you've got Rainier, you've got the three sisters, you've got the cascade range. If this volcano blasts off or these ones, I will probably have a slow, miserable death. Yeah. Um, You know, Mount St. Helens erupted in 1980, on May 18th of 1980. And um, my parents lived in Oregon during that time. I was a baby. Yes. And my mom woke up in the morning thinking it was snowing. You know, and it's a hundred. They had ash and. Yeah. everything else so it's kind of one of those things that volcanoes erupted depending i mean there were some deaths i think they got a yeah. lot of people evacuated there was warning signs there was actually and- mount st helens there was a guy that was actually there taking photos and stuff who i believe died but they found his footage yep yep, yep amazing yep. so i'm 150 miles from mount rainier yeah i'm 100 miles from yellowstone if yellowstone ever goes goodbye yeah. Um, but you know, it's one of those things where a lot of our volcanoes are overdue 
for erupting. Yeah. I know Yellowstone is overdue for erupting. Um, you've got yeah. a lot of, you know, even in, you look at um, Mount Vesuvius, right? In Italy, in Europe, Italy. that's over. that's overdue. And so any of these, and I don't know how they're all connected or if they're all connected, but typically where you have one eruption, you have more. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Of course, some of these, Hawaii is an active volcano. Um, and it's constantly forming new islands in that yeah. chain. So that one is just, it, you know, it depends on the, the type of volcano because they have different types. So, But it is interesting. It's super interesting. interesting. Natural disasters scare the living crap out of me, so I make sure to have a little bit of preparations on hand. I just figure if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. That's true, but also I want to survive best I can. Yeah, well, yes, I would like to survive too, but at 100 miles away from my nearest volcano, if it blows survival is not an option yeah but that's a mat. <laughs> that's gonna like there would be a lot of warning before that blew i mean you'd have I earthquake 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 so. right you would imagine there'd be a slew of earthquakes at least i would i would think so yeah if it you know people were predicting the yellowstone was gonna blow yes i do think that i would probably it would be in the headlines do something to get the hell out of here yeah yeah take cool. an extended vacation somewhere <laughs> yeah Holy crap, there's always just so much news and so little time, isn't there? We could probably have a 24-7 show and just be fine. <laughs> I, there is one thing, one story that I found interesting. Let's so you it. were talking about volcanoes. Uh-huh. Um, and this is health-related. Uh, there's a zombie virus that's been reanimated after 50,000 years. I didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance to read it. What's this virus? Is so it they are... So it says French researchers have reanimated over a dozen prehistoric viruses, which have been trapped deep within the Siberian permafrost for nearly 50 million years. I'm like, okay, perfect. Let's reanimate these things, which tells you that they were dead to begin with. The beginning of every horror movie ever made. Yeah. And it says after obtaining seven ancient permafrost samples, scientists from the French National Center for Scientific Research were able to document 13 never before seen viruses that had been lying dormant in the ice, science alerts reports. Now, how do you, who wakes up in the morning and is like, hmm, what are you going to do today to work? I think I'm going to reanimate some 50,000 year old viruses. It's like, seriously? Hopefully, but um, hopefully they don't bring, bring dinosaurs back like Jurassic Park, and then give them the zombie viruses that actually turn them into dinosaur zombies. So <laughs> here's they, what uh, here's what they're telling people. What? It, it absolutely blows my mind. This is a quote. Due to climate warming, irreversibly thawing permafrost is releasing organic matter frozen for up to a million years, most of which decomposes into carbon dioxide and methane, further enhancing the greenhouse effect, the authors wrote. Part of this organic matter also consists of revived cellular microbes, prokaryotes, unicellular oh. eukaryotes, as well as viruses that remained dormant since prehistoric times. Some of these zombie viruses could potentially be dangerous to humans, the authors warn. And in fact, thawing permafrost has already claimed human lives. 
In 2016, one child died and dozens of people were hospitalized after an anthrax outbreak in Siberia. Officials believe the outbreak started because a heat wave thawed the permafrost and unearthed a reindeer carcass infected with anthrax decades ago. I mean, they're they're trying to justify these um, their global warming bullshit. And I have to wonder... Are they really reanimating old viruses or are they genetically engineering new ones? I, I think it's a cover. Yeah. At any rate, whatever it is, it's pretty scary that, you know, if they really are reanimating old viruses, why? Why would they do that? Well, I bet they would say the same thing as why they do gain-of-function research to get ahead of the virus and protect you guys for your safety. It's bullshit is what it is. Yeah, it absolutely is bullshit. All of this stuff needs to stop. I just... It blows my mind. And yeah, I'm not okay a, with it. We live in some troubling times, don't we? I think it's been troubling times. I, don't, I think it's always been troubling times. Um, I think that people are just aware of it now. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Holy so, moly. Watch well, out for those uh, zombie viruses, apparently. Yeah, and there's a lot more that I would love to talk about, but unfortunately we have to begin closing this program and moving on with our days. We will have more on everything happening around the world tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific with the Daily Dose. A lot of weird stuff going on. Uh, I want to hear Josh's thoughts on a lot of this stuff and... Uh, one of those things that I wanted to ask you guys to send to the social red pill or to Andrea and I on Twitter is this uh, this scenario or these scenarios where animals are herding in circles. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, if you guys have more information on that or video or anything that anyone else has posted research-wise, send it our way. I'd like to kind of figure out what the hell's going on there. It seems really interesting. Um so if you have any of that, send it our way. We plan on talking about that very soon. And uh, I appreciate all of your help with figuring that out. It's very interesting. Um, maybe maybe this week I'll culminate stuff and talk to, talk on Saturday with Jim Bob or something and try to see what he thinks or I don't know. But I want to see everything I can about that. That's weird stuff. Anyway, thank you, Andrea. I appreciate your time and your feedback on everything that's going on in the world. Um, I'm going to be like water and let all this roll off my shoulders and get on with my day for a little bit and, uh, get on with it, man. It's Monday. We got a lot of stuff to do. I'm sure you all do too. So have a great day, everybody. Take care. We love you. Andrea, do you have anything to finish on here? I don't just stay safe. Stay safe. Indeed. Everybody take care. God bless. Godspeed. Bye guys.